0: Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite.
1: So I did some research. I wondered, where exactly did the word binge come from? I mean, how did it get in our lexicon? So I found an article over at Mashable.com. And it starts off by saying, if you were a working class kid near the English city of Leicester before Queen Victoria's reign, then you may have been one of the first people in the world to use the word binge. But what did it mean in 1848? Well, the locals started using the word binge as another way of saying getting wasted. But the formal definition of binge at that time in the dictionary said soaking wood so it swells and won't leak in the rain. Hmm. So they went from that to getting drunk. But that's how it spread around the world from alcoholism, say binge drinking to binge eating. Until around 2014, which, you know, thanks to Netflix, we started talking about binge-watching. And not everybody's happy about binging. Binge-watching is affecting our relationships. Like, for example, somebody in this research project said, it's made me question loyalty when my partner watches ahead in a series without me. Yeah, I can kind of get that. I mean, when you're sitting there watching House of Cards and suddenly your partner says, oh, I don't want to watch that episode, I already saw it. You're like, hey, what about me? It's also caused many breakups. Like, for example, someone else said, My ex's total inability to pick a show totally broke us. Yes, taking one hour to choose an episode is just not normal. Yeah, I feel that too sometimes. I mean, not that it's going to break my marriage, but I sit there and we go from show to show to show to show, and we just can't find anything to watch. Another favorite quote from this research... I once told him the internet at my place was down, and his response was, well, there's no point in us getting together then, is there? Yes, a potential marriage made in heaven right there. So Mike and I were talking about the best Google search alternatives. I mean, after all, there's got to be more to life than just Googling something. And then we had a side conversation about TV Guide. Now, if you were born after 1995, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. I mean, you may have seen them maybe once or twice at the checkout line at the grocery store. But let me tell you something. Back in the day, TV Guide was a very popular weekly magazine that if you were lucky enough, maybe you subscribed to it or your parents subscribed to it. It's still around today, but not in the same way. Now, I have to tell you something. My parents were too cheap to buy the TV Guide. I mean, my dad always said, Kim, the weekly television section and the Sunday paper is good enough for us. But I was like, but dad, what about the articles? What about the pictures? What about the crossword puzzle at the end? Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth it to him. But today we live in a world dominated by streaming services. We have all these different devices. And wow, there's an app for just about anything. It's not like in the old days when we had network TV or just cable. And every show started new episodes in the fall. They ran 20-some weeks, and then they took a hiatus in the summer. I don't know about you, but I found it really difficult to keep track of my favorite shows. I don't know when they're coming out with new episodes. Normally, I find out after the fact. I'm over at some websites like, Hey, here's what's happened on The Handmaid's Tale, and it's a spoiler alert. Oh, thanks a lot for that. The future of TV has been largely changed by the devices, the way that we actually watch TV. It's no longer like Sunday night, 60 minutes, because now we have all these different streaming alternatives. But how do you keep track of your favorite shows? Well, believe it or not, there's an app for that, too. But first, I have to give you that formal introduction. I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando, and you're listening to Commando On Demand, this is a great podcast. We talk to industry movers and shakers, and we keep you up to date on everything digital. And in this podcast, Mike and I are going to talk about how we manage our TV show watching. And we've got a list of apps that will keep you organized with all your TV shows and actually give you alerts about any unwatched episodes and keep you in the know about TV shows you might have otherwise not known about. Before we get to all of that, a special thank you goes out to our partners who help make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. Hey, welcome back. Joining me on this podcast is, of course, Mike James. Say hi, Mike. Hello, everybody. And what is the last show, Mike, that you binge watched?
0: Uh, Let's see. I did do the House of Cards for a while, but uh, yeah, I would say House of Cards is the last one that I I binge watched, and it's been a while.
1: Well, I actually tried to watch the final episode of House of Cards, the final season. Mm Mm-hmm. About halfway through. I don't know if my ADD kicked in, but just not happening for me. I think my ADD kicked in about the halfway through the second season because it's been like five or six, right? Well, The Handmaiden's Tale was actually pretty good. Uh Also, Orange is the New Black. Have you ever tried that? I watched about 10 minutes and grew bored and that was it. Oh, see, I was really into Orange is the New Black. So much so that I was on an airplane. We were flying to Hawaii, which is always a great time to binge watch a show. because right. You've got like six hours where you can't do anything and there's no Wi-Fi. Aha! What do we do? So I was watching Orange is the New Black. And Ian looks over at my screen and he tells me to take off my headphones. And his line to me was something like, Mom, I don't get it. You're watching about a bunch of lesbians in prison. How can you <laughs> relate to that? True. And I kind of looked at him and I started laughing. I was like, yeah, there is that. But what about these apps? I mean, do we really need apps? Have you tried these apps? We
0: need these apps to find the greatest shows. The first one that we're going to take a look at here is called Hobie. It's spelled H O B I. And it describes itself as a simple, lightweight TV tracker with lots of goodies for all series lovers.
1: Okay. That's some good marketing lingo right there. It's simple, it's lightweight, has a lot of goodies. And you're just going to love it.
0: It's got a bunch of benefits here. First one is it notifies users when a new season premiere or a new episode airs.
1: Okay, that's helpful because Mm -hmm. otherwise you don't really know. Right. And then you can discover the most trending TV shows. Like House of Cards. Is that over? I don't know. I think they killed the whole thing. Well, they said it was killed. But then, you know, Kevin Spacey came out in a Twitter post Uh in character from House of Cards and alluded that he would be back. But I don't know how they're going to do that because, you know, they buried the guy. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so
0: sorry if we just did a spoiler <laughs> yeah, for everybody. Right. We probably did. All right. Back to the app. It also counts down to the next episode of your favorite shows. And you can explore premiere dates. So if you're looking forward to that next season or premiere, it'll tell you when they are.
1: Then you can also find some new shows based on the shows that you like. You can get information about specific episodes. But do you remember what we used to call it when we were kids? I mean, when we would actually sit down and watch a show or a movie over and over, like a whole series. It wasn't binge watching. It was what? A marathon. Remember? Marathon watching. Sure. Now it's binge watching. All right. So back to this Hobie app. What about the reviews? Check the reviews
0: on Apple's App Store and Google Play. And the majority were positive. Reviewers liked simplified display and ease of use is what they said.
1: Which is always a good thing. So if you're ever wondering if an app is worth downloading, the reviewers are normally on the mark. But why is it so easy to
0: use? Basically, you just open it and you can explore it. The shows are right there. You can choose the ones you like to follow. And Hobie has a premium subscription version for actually just 10 bucks a year. So really not bad as far as cost as well. The premium version then eliminates ads. It connects the app across devices and then gets advanced statistics
1: all right so you talk about 10 bucks a year people don't even want to spend like a dollar for it right right i know it's crazy but what about these advanced statistics have you had a chance to take a look at it i mean is this data mining and data tracking uh yeah it's kind of good
0: kind of bad first it's going to tell you how much time you spent watching tv do you want to know how much time you spent watching tv do you watch a lot of tv you know they say the average is about four hours a day i'm probably about the average yeah
1: Yeah. See, I'm not there. I have trouble sitting still. Uh I have trouble making it through a whole movie. So if we ever make it through a whole movie, then it's really something in my household. It's like, wait, mom did not get up to go clean the kitchen halfway through or quarter of the way through.
0: Right. And I'm the same. I don't watch movies, though, anymore. I watch educational stuff. You know, I'm into real estate. So I spend a majority of my time actually on YouTube watching real estate educational videos and stuff like that.
1: So you're not falling for any of those guys who say, give me $10,000 and I'll make you. No, a there are gurus on there. <laughs> okay, Grant yeah.
0: Cardone is a big one. He's got 50,000 units or something like that. Okay, so, so he must have something good to
1: say. All right. So what have you learned from these real estate gurus?
0: Oh, a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. Just big. Basic stuff, and I'm constantly finding little gems all the time. Recently, as far as what kind of materials to use when you're doing a rehab, how much should you spend? Where do you put your money in the place to to get get the maximum revenue out of it? Is it
1: still the kitchen and the bathrooms?
0: It's still the kitchen and the bathrooms, but specifically, like in a rental, I just learned earlier this week is you do not want to put marble or quarry and countertops in a rental. You just get the old Home Depot
1: for mica. Oh, really? We went way off topic Oh, no, that's here. okay. That's all right. I'm, okay. I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. Because all of us, when you start looking at your biggest investment, we should probably do a podcast about this. It's mm-hmm. real estate. Right. And yesterday, as you know, I took Ian over to USC mm-hmm. and where he's interviewing. And I mean, I think that if he could be in the janitorial degree program at USC, he will take anything that he can get <laughs> right. as long as it gets into USC. But they had him sit in a real estate class. And afterwards, I said, so what did you learn? And he said, you know, it was quite fascinating because they were talking about in the late 1800s how real estate developers would go buy patches of land like Phoenix, Arizona, where there was nothing there, nothing whatsoever. And then the guy who bought the real estate would do a deal with the guy who owns the trains. And so they would bundle their money together to put the train track going through the city where there was no city so that this way they would all make money. Mm-hmm. But yes, let's come on back. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. All right. Back to the app. The next one's called TV Time. It looks to be really popular. What does this one do?
0: It tracks your favorite shows, just like the last one. You can rate episodes so you can look at other ratings and see how well they do. You know, people and like to do that. Absolutely. And uh, also get suggestions based on your ratings. So that's pretty cool.
1: Okay, but what's different about TV time is that if you really wanted to, you can connect with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. You can comment and reply. It's not really a social site like Facebook or LinkedIn, but I guess if you wanted to hear what other people think about a particular episode or a show, you can read their comments and leave your own. You can connect it to Facebook and Twitter, connect with friends who also have the TV time app, and then you can see what they're watching, what they're liking, and they can see yours. So if I were connected with your TV time right now, Mike, what would I see? Real estate mostly. Now
0: my parents are in town, so I have to say we've been watching a lot more news than I have. Oh, is that that right? Yeah, that I usually watch.
1: Okay, yeah, I know that Andrew's not here and we shouldn't talk about him if he wasn't here, but there's no doubt that if we were looking at Andrew Babinski's, there'd just be a lot of porn. He has said openly, I watch a lot of porn. I was thinking you were going to
0: say that Andrew would be watching airplane videos. No, I'm I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. So if you're reading all the comments about the shows, I mean, isn't that going to tell you exactly what's going to happen? It's like spoilers.
0: That's what I thought. But they have a pop up that warns you that the spoilers are ahead. So you can decide if you want to read it before you watch or stop right there.
1: Now, is TV time free? it's free to start
0: with but if you want to upgrade they have upgrades of 12 course. bucks a year you can pay to have the ads removed and other little perks like if you rewatch a show you can click that you've rewatched it i don't know if it's worth the fee but the free app seems to be enough to manage your tv shows and you've got stats too you can also see how much time you've spent watching tv and the emotions you felt when you watched
1: Wait a minute. The emotions that I (laughs) may have felt. How does the app know this? Apparently
0: you enter it when you're watching the show. You tap the emotions to tell how you felt. And then I guess that's either happy, sad, confused, scared, angry, shocked, excited, maybe bored. (laughs) They also want to know what device you used to watch the show.
1: And so what do you think they're going to do with all that handy dandy information? You don't think they're going to match it up with my online profile from Facebook or someplace else. You don't think they're going to sell that data, do you think? We should ask Mark Zuckerberg. I'm
0: sure he'd tell us the truth. Oh, my gosh.
1: Hey, we're going to finish talking about the best apps for managing your TV watching habits and those binge watching sessions. But first, we have to give a quick thank you to one of our sponsors who helped make these podcasts possible. So, Mike, how do you like my jeans? I love them. They're beautiful. Do you think? They make you look skinny. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All right, these jeans are from stitchfix.com. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. My life is hectic between work and my family. I don't always have time to shop for myself. And that's why I'm super excited about Stitch Fix. Oh my god, this is so fun. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service. What's fabulous about it is that it finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories that will fit your body and budget and lifestyle. All you have to do is go to stitchfix.com camp Kim and you tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item because that's important. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your door. And I love this. You try them on, but you pay only for what you want to keep, what you really like, and then just return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. There's no subscription required, too. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, and this is applied toward anything that you keep from your shipment. It's so easy to get set up. I can't wait to get my first box. Get started right now at stitchfix.com Kim, and you're going to get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. You have to try this out. It's so great. stitchfix.com slash Kim. Hey, welcome back. So we've been talking about apps to help manage our binge watching, our TV watching. And so far, we've heard about Hobie, which is H-O-B-I and TV time. And Mike, you did the research and you have another app? Yeah, this one's
0: called TV Listings Plus. It comes in with a high rating of 4.6 stars in the Apple App Store. You can keep track of your favorite TV shows, notifications, reminders, and more. You can make personal watch lists, personalized suggestions, and reliable TV listings for all the major TV channels.
1: That's good. So it's kind of like a little grid in your iPhone. Right. Now, I haven't used this one, but our crack team of researchers and reporters at the Commando.com News Desk They tell me that I would probably like this because it's a classic TV guide channel, but it's kind of in an app. So you download it. And the first thing it asks you for is your zip code and then how you get your TV, whether it's cable, satellite, whatever. So this is a good one if you watch network and cable TV. But it doesn't include original programming, which is kind of bad, actually. I mean, from Hulu or Netflix or Amazon or any other streamers that are popping up anywhere. So this one might be better if you just want to know when something's on and what it's about. And certainly a lot less data collection than the other two.
0: Right. And you can create watch lists. So they're definitely, again, collecting data about the types of shows you watch. If you don't want to share that, just don't use the watch list.
1: Speaking of TV Guide, it's still around and there's an app for that. And when I checked, well, it didn't have the highest ratings in the App Store, but it has a lot more traffic than either of the other three apps that we've been talking about. So this TV Guide, it's like the other ones. It has personalized watch lists, does alerts, summaries, news. You can watch trailers. Have you seen the trailers?
0: I thought the trailers were pretty cool. I didn't see that on the other apps. So if you like trailers, you can. Watch them there, snippet of a show or a movie, and decide if it's something that you want to see. They've also got a What Went Down feature, which are video recaps of episodes from the TV Guide staff. Just watch out for those giving away spoilers.
1: Do you actually like watching trailers? Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, for the big movies, I guess, like Star Wars, and those are pretty cool.
1: You know, I've actually stopped watching the trailers because I feel like after I watch a two to three minute trailer, I've seen the whole movie.
0: You kind of get how it's going to go. Yeah.
1: Can you stream shows through the app?
0: Uh, Yes and no. You can select a show and then the app tells you where you can watch it. The description makes it sound like you can watch it on the app, but... Really, it opens a link in your Netflix or Amazon Prime or wherever the app is connected to the show. And like for Mad Men, it told me when episodes are rerunning on cable and also linked to iTunes and Google Play.
1: Did you watch Mad Men? No. You would like Mad Men. Really? Because it's about New York City, Uh the beginning of the advertising Advertising, industry. And for those of us in the media business, you kind of see a lot of things that were the precursor of what's happening today. And I will warn you that there's a lot of hashtag Me Too movement in yeah. there a little bit. But okay. it was
0: actually very good. Oh, I'll check it out. Is it on Netflix or HBO?
1: I don't know where it is. Okay. But I'm sure if we had one of these apps, you could type it in and it will tell you exactly where it is. Right. All right. Coming up, are you ready for a quiz? I mean, think about this right now. And I want you to say it out loud. Just say the answer loudly and clearly. So, you know, let's say you're standing in the train right now okay, just go ahead and do it. People will think you're crazy, but then you can look at them and go, I'm not crazy. I'm just eccentric. Okay, here's the question. What do you think the most streamed TV shows were last year, 2018? Okay, So keep that in your mind. And when we come back, I'm going to have all the answers for you. But right now, just a quick message from one of our partners who helped make this podcast possible. Okay, we're back. We're talking about apps that you can use to manage your TV binge-watching and everything that's streaming out there. So before the break, I asked you a question. What do you think the most streamed TV shows were last year, 2018? Well, according to TV Time, now these are the originals, not shows that originally aired on cables or network. Number one on the list was 13 Reasons Why. It's on Netflix. Did you ever watch this? No, I haven't. I never saw it either, but it was a terrible terrible show. Horrible show. And it shocks me that it's number one. Let me read you a little bit about it. Newcomer Catherine Langford plays Hannah, a young woman who takes her own life. Two weeks after her tragic death, a classmate named Clay finds a mysterious box on his porch. Inside the box are recordings made by Hannah, of whom Clay had a crush, in which she explains the 13 reasons why she chose to commit suicide. I
0: remember this. It was all over the news when it first came out, and they were theorizing that it was grandiizing. It was. You know, suicide.
1: Yeah. I had a family member. I actually had to talk to her about it because Mm -hmm. she watched this in – I had to have a complete discussion with her and explain to her, she's 12, that when you commit suicide, you don't come back in a Netflix show. Right. That this is serious, serious stuff. So I'm really surprised it's number one. Number two is Money Heist. I didn't see that. Number three. One of your favorites, Orange is the New Black. Black Mirror. Everybody loves Black Mirror. Five, The Handmaid's Tale. That was on Hulu. The
0: end of the effing world
1: on I Netflix. I have not seen that one. No. Next on the list: Marvel's Jessica Jones, and then we have Stranger Things, Atypical, Marvel's Daredevil. Have you ever used IMDb, Mike, the Internet Movie Database?
0: Yes. Yes, I have. Just looking up movies and who was in them. And sometimes, you know, we get a camera person here that's uh, doing the show and they said, yeah, yeah, I did the camera on such and such a movie. And so you go to IMDb and you can look them up.
1: Well, you know, if you go to IMDb and you look up Barry, he's listed in there. Oh, that's right. For that great movie, Frontera.
0: Unforgettable Frontera. Oh, my gosh.
1: Worst investment ever.
0: I still remember the picture. You guys went to the premiere in Hollywood. That must have been a lot of fun.
1: You know, I wasn't really into it. Oh, okay. So, I mean, at the premiere, and I, just to bring everybody up on the same page, Barry came home and he said, hey, you know what? We are going to make a killing off of a movie. Now, we know nothing about Hollywood or the movie industry. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll take a look at it. And it had some good stars in it. There's Ed Harris, Ava Longaria, Amy Madigan, Aidan Young, Michael Pena. And the movie was actually put out in 2014. It was all about immigration. Universal Pictures was the distributor. So we go to this premiere and I get all dolled up to go to the premiere. So you have to picture this, Michael. There's the red carpet and the stars are walking on the red carpet and they want me to walk on the red carpet with Barry.
0: Right. And And the press uh, throwing their microphones (laughs) over the side and the pictures and the flashes popping off. And
1: so I'm standing off to the side on the red carpet talking to the security guard. And he says, so are you going to walk the red carpet? I said, I'm not feeling like I want to walk on the red carpet. That's not really me. And he said, well, you know, you really should. He goes, how many times in your life are you going to walk the red carpet? I said, yeah, but, you know, I'm more of a sidelines type of gal. And he goes, Kim, I know who you are. You're not really (laughs) the sidelines. And so then. I just kind of stand by him, not doing anything. And then this other guy walks between us, walks through security, and the security guard taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, dude, you're not allowed to walk on the red carpet. And I hit the security guard and I said, that's Michael Pena. (laughs) He's in the show. (laughs) He's in the movie. He can walk the red carpet. So the IMDB – I mean it's been around since the early days of the internet. They have an app that can help you keep track of TV shows and movies that you want to see. And this is our fifth and final TV show tracking app. And in this, you're going to get the cast names and bios, episode guides, descriptions, release dates – They have a Watch Now feature that connects you directly up to Amazon and a parent's guide that lets you decide if a show is okay for kids. You get recommendations for similar content. So it's the same thing that a lot of apps do, but it has one different thing, and that's a trivia section. So after you watch a movie or show, you can always go and scroll down to Trivia. Then you can read what went on behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, I haven't tried the app, but I'll have to because I use the website all the time.
1: Well, you should. And there's a movie that you have to watch that Mm -hmm. would be frontera okay so if you watch frontera wherever it is it's on netflix and all these other places i think that we're gonna make oh boy i think we're gonna make like (laughs) 0.0001 cent just wanted to let you know okay
0: well we all will chip in for that 0.0001 cent
1: thank you well that was fun talking about tv and how to manage all your favorite shows Now, I don't know if I have that much time to set up an app to manage my TV watching, but I can see that if you're really, really into TV and these streaming shows, you will need help keeping track of the shows. The old days of the TV guide they're long gone. And speaking of TV, don't forget you can catch my television show. That's right. The Kim Commando TV show airs on Bloomberg TV network every Saturday at 2 p.m. That's East Coast time. And if you want to learn more, just head over to my website, commando.com TV. You can find out how to see the show. And I think you're really going to like it because it's fabulous. And if you like this podcast, do me a favor, share it, rate it, subscribe. If you try any of the apps that Mike and I recommended here, let us know how it goes. And I just want to remind you that new episodes of Command On Demand drop every Wednesday and Friday. And for the best case scenario, so you never miss one, make sure that you subscribe on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts.